When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Principles of Success. My name is Nathan, and this is Season 1, Episode 19. And today we are talking about why are you so freaking lazy? And I'm feeling really lazy right now because I made the mistake of sitting down and taking a break. Now, breaks are important, but because I took a break, I lost momentum. And then I had to use a whole bunch of willpower to get going again. And I really don't want to do it. And I still have a whole long way to go before I'm done for today. But commitment helps a whole lot, which we already talked about. So why are you feeling lazy? Well, the first one might be because you don't have any momentum. A great quote I like is, if you don't feel like doing it, start doing it so that way you will feel like it. If you're doing it, you'll feel like doing it. Like I'm already beginning to warm back up and getting back into the groove of things. But that entire time, while I sat there trying to convince myself to do it, I didn't want to do it. But now that I'm doing it, I want to do it. So if you don't feel like it, just start doing it. That's why the low bar works. Because once you start doing it, you're gaining momentum and you're going and you're not feeling as lazy. We like to stay, um, I want to say it's Newton's law. An object in motion stays in motion. An object at rest stays at rest unless acted on by an outside force. That outside force is your willpower. And you have to give yourself a little shove to get going. But keeping going is a whole lot easier than it is than trying to get yourself getting that momentum. Another great example of the irony of how much we like staying in whatever state we, we are in is most people hate getting in the shower. And they also hate getting out of the shower. Why? We enjoy showers. We also enjoy being out of the shower. It's that state change. It's the having to get into the water and getting out of the water that we don't we dislike. So momentum is very important as to why you are lazy. If you're not already going forward, it's a whole lot harder to get started. So just another great analogy for this is just remember that the amount of, I wanna say it's like 80% of the fuel used in a rocket ship is just at liftoff. That 20% is used for the entire lifetime of the craft. That 80% is just those few seconds to get that air, that rocket ship to start moving. So it'll be super hard to get started. Just remember that it won't be anywhere near as hard to keep going. Because once you get going, it's a whole lot easier to keep going. So you might be lazy because you're not doing anything right now. So start moving. Um, and even if it's little things, the next thing as to why you might be lazy is you might be depressed. You're not controlling your emotional state. We talked about that a little bit last week. Do things that help you get into a good mindset. In addition to what we talked about last week, move. Move your body. Exercise is a great antidepressant. Um, another great antidepressant, which I asked you guys at the beginning of this month if you want to learn more about, is Ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is a great natural antidepressant herb. Um, I guess technically it'd be a spice because it d- doesn't matter. 
but it's a great antidepressant herb. So figure use medication as well. I'm not against using medication. I just like fixing things instead of treating things. That's my ideology with health. Um, get going. Listen to those positive inputs. Contro meditate, exercise, all of those things. Being disciplined is its own feedback loop. It's a whole lot harder to get going, but if you start working out, you get more disciplined, and th that discipline expands to the rest of your life. So if you're having a hard time working on a book, working on your business, working on a novel, I just said book, working on a podcast, um, a great way to build up that discipline so that way you are better at those things is working out, is meditating, is eating right. But all of those things take discipline as well. So that goes back to momentum. It's You have to push your way into it. And that goes to the spiral effect. Um, everybody is, nobody, there's no status quo. You're either going up or you're going down. You're either going up a little bit, going up a lot, going down, or free falling. So it takes a whole lot, and because momentum is so powerful, it takes a whole lot of effort to stop that free fall. And it takes a whole lot more effort to get going in the right direction. But if you keep going in that right direction, it's a whole lot easier to maintain. So just remember that it might be hard to get going, but it won't necessarily be as hard. And your emotional state strongly affects your ability because your emotional state affects your willpower. It affects your energy. And that's the next reason why you might be lazy. You might just be tired. I'm tired. <laughs> I naturally have very, very low energy. I have to be so disciplined in my life just to have below average energy levels, which is dumb, but it's okay. Um, you might just have low energy and there's a whole bunch of things that you need to do to increase your energy. It goes back to the feedback loop. As you are disciplined in doing things that make you have more energy, you will then gain more discipline so you can be disciplined in other aspects of your life. And being lazy is truly just a lack of discipline. Um, the next thing about being lazy, a completely different unrelated thing, and it is you might just not like it. That's where laziness is extremely helpful. If you don't like something, maybe that's not what you're supposed to be doing. And so the people who you think are extremely disciplined and hardworking might just be having fun. Like, you don't need discipline to play games. You are having fun. You're not being lazy because you're having fun. Every aspect of the job, however, will have aspects that you don't enjoy. I enjoy thinking up what I'm going to say on camera. I hate standing, but because, back to the energy, to project energy into the camera, it is a whole lot easier to do that when you're standing. Um, also, it's kind of funny, I started thinking about energy projecting into the camera, and I think you can tell I can at least tell that I'm projecting more energy into the camera now that I'm thinking about it. So that goes back to your mentally controlling your state. But we're talking about lazy, so whatever. Make sure that that's why passion is super important when it comes to discipline. If you are not enjoying what you're doing, if you don't think that it's important, then you won't want to do it. And if you don't want to do it, you're going to be lazy. And the only way to get yourself to do it at that point is by willpower. And we've already talked about how willpower is a finite material. Uh, so make sure that what your goals are are something that you actually will enjoy doing, because which goes back to gratification. Make sure that you are having fun as you go along, because if you're miserable as you do it, 
then your brain will say, screw this, let's go do something else. So make sure that it's something you enjoy. And if it's not something you enjoy, get it covered. If it's something that needs done, but you hate doing, pay somebody to do it. That's why capitalism works so well, because everybody likes doing different stuff. I can't understand how somebody would want to be an accountant. I can't understand how somebody would want to be a dentist. I am sure appreciative of those people liking what they're doing. And you don't have to love what you're doing, but you have to at least like what you're doing. And it's a whole lot easier if you love what you're doing. So if you don't enjoy it, but it still needs to be done, get it covered. Jim Rohn talks about how he used to constantly talk, um, beat himself up for not keeping the books. He has to keep the books, keep the books, keep the books. And the amount of productivity that he lost because he was constantly trying to convince himself to keep the books was dramatic when he finally decided to pay somebody to keep the books. He made so much more money because he was doing the parts that he enjoyed and had other people doing the parts they enjoyed or at least could tolerate. So if it's something that needs done and you hate doing it, get it covered. And there's an infinite number of ways to make money. So find one that, find an aspect that you're good at and that you enjoy, find something that you are good at and that you enjoy. And then the parts of the job that you dislike, you might have to do for a while because you don't have the resources to pay somebody to do it. But as soon as you get those resources, pay somebody because that goes into um, the 80-20 rule, which is, well, uh, if you have more energy to devote, it's not the 80-20 rule. If you have 80, blah, if you have more energy to devote to the part that you're good at and that you enjoy, you will work longer and more efficiently. So cut out the things that don't go good for you. But that's why discipline's important because you have to do the things that you don't enjoy back to delayed gratification for at least some period of time so that way you can then be put, so that way you can then be in a position to pay somebody to do it for you. And the next aspect of laziness is you might just not know what you're doing. When you don't know what you're doing, it is stressful and your brain hates stress. And so you'll feel lazy because you don't want to do it, but truthfully, it's because you're confused. So maybe that's why you're being lazy. Figure out what you need to do and then do it. But if you don't know what you need to do, your brain is going to stress you out and you're going to feel lazy. I don't know where I'm, you're going to feel lazy. And so that's why learning is so important. Because if you don't know what you're doing, if you don't have the knowledge to be able to do it, you're going to suck. And when you suck, you don't want to do it. But the catch is you're going to suck back to action at anything you try at first, which is why discipline is important again. Discipline is basically a tool to get you into a position. I can't believe I haven't talked about this yet. Discipline is not a long-term solution. Discipline is a short-term tool to get you into position so that way the momentum of your decisions keeps you going. So a great example of discipline is throwing away all the junk food in your house. Then it's a whole lot easier to eat healthy because you don't have the decision fatigue for that. Discipline is going through the reps of you sucking so that way it's a whole lot easier to do because you know what you're doing. That's what discipline is. It's not disciplined people don't have more willpower. They don't have more energy. They don't have more ability to make decisions. They just already made the decisions and have the discipline to get through that rough patch, that first initial launch. So that way all they have to do is maintain. And that goes back to the 
law of the harvest where maintaining is easier than the launch. So you might just not know what you're doing and you might have to figure out what you're doing to be able to do it. Another aspect is you might be over complicating it. Tony Robbins talks about chunking and essentially uh, I'll use a fun example of a peanut butter sandwich versus a PB&J. This is something I caught myself doing when I was younger. In my mind, a peanut butter sandwich was I get two pieces of bread, I put some peanut butter on, and I put the pieces of bread together, and I'd eat the peanut butter sandwich, even though it wasn't as tasty. In my mind for the PB&J, it was I have to find the bread, untie the bread, pull the bread out, spread the peanut find the peanut butter, open the jar of peanut butter, spread the peanut butter, put the peanut butter back, find the jar of jelly, um, open the jar of jelly, spread the jar of jelly, put the jar of jelly back in the fridge, put the sandwiches together and eat it. Pretty much the exact same thing, but in my mind, one was like three steps and the other was like 50 million steps. So that's what is a fun example of over chunking or, or of chunking. And basically, are you putting in more steps than is actually needed in your head? So for instance, getting up is getting up a flow of like one routine so it's simple in your mind or is it okay I have to get up throw the blanket go turn off the alarm put my shoes on walk out the door or is it I'm gonna get up and go to the gym so you might be lazy because you're over complicating it in your head I'm not going to go much more into depth on chunking Tony Robbins has an infinite number of uh, listen to motivational Monday I'll put a Tony Robbins um, speech on chunking at some point. I think I'm scheduled a month ahead of two months. In a couple months, I'll have an episode of chunking by Tony Robbins on Motivational Monday. So stay tuned for that. Anyway, that might be why you're lazy. It might be over complicating it. Uh, and then another thing is, already talked about, I think that's it. No, there's one more. Accountability. Uh, accountability works great for some people, doesn't work great for other people. Accountability doesn't work that good for me. I need a whole bunch of people that are waiting for me to release my next piece of content to, for accountability to work. Accountability still works for me. I feel like I need to produce these episodes for you guys because there's a lot of you now. But my family and my friends aren't very good at holding me accountable. Not because they're not good at holding me accountable, but because I'm fortunate enough to have friends and family that don't pressure me into what they think is best for me. They let me do what I think is best for me. And there's pros and cons to that. One of which is I can do I could be a hobo and they'd still love me. So their accountability doesn't hold me very accountable. But all of you hold me accountable because you guys are listening and watching and hopefully sharing with your friends and getting some value out of it. Um so other people just one person is enough to hold them accountable. Figure out what works for you. Most people underestimate their accountability. Um, truthfully, I could be underestimating my accountability, but most people underestimate their accountability. So don't just outright dismiss finding somebody to hold you accountable. It might be the thing that that is the difference between you keeping your goals and achieving success and not achieving success. Anyway, I'm going to end that here for today. and. Uh, Please, if you got value out of this, share it with people who you think will get value. And I will see you all next week.